to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering Menu Food and Drink for both brands. Today I'm talking with Nicole Quist, Beverage Director at Bar Taco, a 20-location restaurant concept with a Mexican beach vibe. Bar Taco operates in 11 different states, and with many sets of regulations, It was especially challenging to create a cocktails-to-go program over the last year. But Nicole launched a very successful one, bottling fresh shaken signature margaritas, putting together cocktail kits, and even packaging drinks in eco-friendly pouches. Bar Taco restaurants are all open now, but guests still cannot sit at the bar. So the to-go program continues, along with an acceleration of menu development on the drink side. For Margarita March, which is going on right now, Quist crafted several seasonal culinary-inspired cocktails, such as the Pineapple Express and the Verde Cooler. Listen as Nicole shares her excitement about the beverage program at Bar Taco. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Pat. Sure. Well, let's uh, start by talking about how many bar taco locations there are now. Yeah, we have um, 20 locations in 11 different states right now, which um, with alcohol regulations is almost like 15 or 16 different markets, but I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah, definitely. That's quite some growth since you first started. Yes. Yes. I've seen us from um, five locations. Yeah. So how did you become the beverage director of Bar Taco? I mean, can you talk about the description of your journey along the way and how you came into this position? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I've been with Bar Taco for about seven years now. It goes further back. Um, I fell in love with restaurants and bars and hospitality, working um, for Clyde's Restaurant Group here in Washington, D.C., and just loved, you know, the energy and the whirlwind of activity. Um, I was a general manager for years after bartending and working my way up in restaurants and found myself with um, Bar Taco and then sister restaurant Barcelona Wine Bar and um, spent a couple of years in operations, hands-on with our guests and our team and then joined uh, Gretchen, my mentor in the beverage department um, for both brands. This was back when we were part of Bar Taco Restaurant Group. And um, have spent, you know, the past few years as the beverage director at Bar Taco, taking point on menu development and communicating with our teams and really curating a list um, that speaks to our guests. So, what were the best skills you picked up along the way to prepare you for the job you have now? Ah, that's a great question. Um, honestly, that general management experience is, has been invaluable. Um, knowing. And being in tune, you know, with our our managers, our teams in the restaurants, um, the challenges they face, their day to day, and what our guests are are looking for and asking for. Um, in in my current role, the past couple of years, that experience working side by side with Gretchen, you know, managing the business aspect of the business um, has also been invaluable. Like I said, we operate in 11 different states. Um, in Connecticut alone, that's th- three different markets, and especially right now with changing regulations with to go alcohol, you know, being able to manage um, 
a beverage program of our size, you know, especially handcrafted cocktails and um, curated wines and beers and tequilas across that many markets. Um, you've got to know the ins and outs of alcohol regulations and supplier communication. So that has uh, really set me up for success. For sure. I've actually been to the one in Stanford with my son because he's oh, such a fun restaurant. And I did have fun. I had one of the margaritas, which was delicious. Thank you. With my tacos. So what are, uh, bar, speaking of margaritas, what are bar tacos, margaritas, and other cocktails like? And do they draw inspiration from the culinary side of the menu? Definitely. Um, you know, bar taco is all about bold, bright, vibrant flavors. And um, that margarita, <laughs> which you mentioned, it's got to stand up to the high acid in our tacos and bright lime juice. And we, you know, do our part there. There's a lot of alcohol in there. Um, and we juice to order pretty much as close to in the moment as possible. So that fresh squeezed lime juice, you know, hand squeezed, is so important to standing up to the bold flavors of the tacos and you really taste the difference in our margarita. Um, ice management is so key as well. It's not something that everybody thinks about, but it's so important to make sure that the cocktails are not over diluted, that they stay you know, chilled and enjoyable for you. Um, so that's, that's something that really speaks to culinary as well. I also pay a lot of attention to seasonality. Um, whether it's blood orange in the fall and the winter or looking at strawberries for the summer, there's um, so, so many great fresh ingredients to work with. And I really, really rely on, on what's fresh and what's in season to best represent us. But it's all about, you know, simple, craveable cocktails just executed really, really well. So talk about how you revamped the beverage program this past fall and you introduced a couple of new cocktails. What were those like? Absolutely. Um, that was really fun and exciting for me. And our guests were really fantastic about embracing flavors. You know, this fall, everything was about the margarita. Um, it's always been such an important part of our beverage program at Bar Taco, and it still is very, very much so. It's the most important thing we do. Um, but our guests you know, in addition to relying on that comfort of the margarita, uh, embrace trying new drinks. Uh, I mentioned blood orange earlier, so muddled that up with just fresh lime and sugar cubes in a caipirinha, um, which is, you know, Brazilian's national drink. Our spin on it involved the, the blood orange and named it caipirinha sanguina or bloodthirsty in Spanish. And you just get that bold, bright, fresh juice. It's, it's so delicious uh, to complement the grassy vegetal notes of the cachaça. Um, also utilized fresh passion fruit, which you don't always think about um, as you know, a winter <laughs> ingredient, but our taco beach culture is from all over the world. Um, and passion fruits are in season in a lot of places right now. I really wanted to do a, a twist on a traditional daiquiri, you know, the way we have the margarita. And so just hand squeezed fresh lime, um, sugar, Florida Kanye rum, and scooping out that fresh passion fruit pulp and shaking it up and straining it into a coop. A uh, little bit of nutmeg, you know, warming flavors for the winter time. Um, people really embraced it, and it was really exciting to see. I also brought back two fan favorites from Bartaco Margarita March, which we're actually in Margarita March right now. Um, these were from last year, cocktails I had developed and uh, earned permanent spots on the menu, which was super fun. Hibiscus Mescalita uh, features uh, Mem Tea. They're a tea producer out of Boston, and we've got a restaurant there that has, you know, 
pomegranate and tart notes um, with fresh lime, fresh blood orange again, Banez Mezcal and Lube Lula Hoven Tequila. That's our signature tequila at Bartaco. And it's just super refreshing. You get that pop of smoke, but it's tart and citrusy. I love that cocktail, if you can't tell. Um, Oaxacan Sunshine was the last new addition. And this one also utilizes passion fruit, but in a, a syrup from Liber and Co. in Austin, Texas. And it allows our teams to focus on the fresh ingredients by not prepping that syrup ourselves. It's um, got fresh muddled tangerine, fresh mint, a little agave to complement the vegetal notes in the tequila. Again, that Labelu Lahoven tequila, but here it's blended with Sue's gentian liqueur. Um, this has some bitter notes. I, I call it almost like a paratiki. You know, it's we, we muddled the mint in there and then you've got a beautiful bouquet of mint on the nose, um, misting it with mezcal uh, for some aroma and flavor as well as some chia seeds, just that are meant to be fun and playful and mimic the texture of passion fruit in the drink. Um, this one was inspired by a trip to Oaxaca. I took a couple Couple years back and you know you find inspiration everywhere um, in speaking to you know our commitment to freshness it was super important to me to have the focus be on the fresh squeezed lime juice and and as an operator myself helping our teams to manage that um, that's why I love the muddling of the fruit in these different drinks because you know it doesn't mean we're juicing four or five different types of of fruit um, that we have to manage the freshness of we are muddling these in all four of those cocktails actually are shaking them up to order. So that's that was really great. Do you do anything ahead of time, like squeeze the citrus juices or you know, do any pre-mixing? Yeah. Um, so right now for Margarita March, you know, I've got an in-house prepped syrup uh, with fresh pineapple that I'm sure we'll get into. That's uh that is prepped ahead of time. You know, you want that sugar to macerate with the pineapple. The same thing with our agave. Um, and, you know, like I said, we juice our lime as close to in the moment as possible. Sometimes that's not possible. So you're over there on service bar and there's somebody juicing while you're making drinks, but it's, we, we keep it super fresh at Bar Taco. Well, tell me a little bit about Margarita March then. It mu you must have very high volume during that period. <laughs> yeah, so this is, um, this is super fun. You know, like I said earlier, we at Bar Taco are all about like simple, clean flavors, but bold and bright. And, um, you know, just perfecting those drinks to make them something you want to come back and have again. Um, Margarita March, we get to push the envelope a little bit and be a little bit more innovative, um, try something different. So we kick it off on National Margarita Day. And that was um, this past Monday, the 22nd of February, with a, a signature margarita, a new, new flavor. And we run a different one every week until the end of March. So um, right now we're featuring the Pineapple Express. Um, I love this drink. I think it's the best one I've ever made. We um, make a, a pineapple syrup in-house, like I mentioned, just macerating with sugar to really pull out all of the flavor of that fresh pineapple and then blend it up, as well as fresh pineapple juice. It's so important to tiki cocktails with Labelula Hoven Tequila. Um, that's a blend of a, a Blanco and a Reposado. So you get the vegetal grassy notes of the tequila and you get you know some warming vanilla and spice from the oak, um, just with a little bit of yellow chartreuse to add this herbaceous note. Um, I shake it up and you get this natural froth on top. And then 
we've got a partner, um, Cindy from Dress the Drink out in Vegas. She's super, super wonderful, um, who makes these pineapple chips that are just um, dehydrated in this pop of flavor. You dip it in the froth, you enjoy it. Again, it allows our teams to really focus on the execution of the drinks to not make every single ingredient except their super fresh ones. Um, next week, starting on um, the, the second, we are going to feature La Granada. Um, a lot of my inspiration this year came from past travel, as well as, you know, reading and being inspired by what others are doing in the industry. Um, this one evokes flavors of the Mediterranean with fresh tangerine and fresh mint, ginger, pomegranate, all of those bold, bright flavors. Um, we just mix it up with La Bella Hoven tequila and a little bit of orange blossom. Um, that's meant to kind of evoke the flavors of orange blossom honey that you would find in like Spain or in the markets. Mm -hmm. um, but um, agave stands in for the more traditional honey so that it really does taste like a margarita, but it's, it's a bit more exciting, I think, than a pomegranate margarita. And our guests have, you know, been really embracing the drinks so far this year. And um, the past couple, we've got a fan favorite from last year, the Verde Cooler coming back. It's um, my spin on a spirited green juice, fresh cucumber, um, ancho raised verde, which is a poblano liqueur. And that recipe, I mean, it dates back a century. They put a lot of work into this. I'm not going to go on and on about the spirit, but but they grow the poblanos in volcanic soil and put all of this beautiful effort into it. We pair that up with our tequila and um, fresh lime, and it's just super refreshing, like mm -hmm. at a spa, but with that boozy kick, right? Um, Ernesto and Jalisco is another fan favorite from a prior Margarita March. Um, this one's inspired by a Hemingway daiquiri. Um, with Luxardo Maraschino standing in for triple sack that you would traditionally see in a, a margarita, right? Um, gives these nutty notes and cherry notes to the cocktail, um, as well as uh, Liber grapefruit Rio Red Cordial. Um, think about the beautiful ruby red grapefruits that you would get in Florida or in Texas. And so all of that flavor is in there. That stands in for um, any sort of sugar or agave. So you've got the grapefruit, um, the maraschino liqueur, the tequila, and it's just like a, a beautiful pop of grapefruit. Um, Mango Chamoy Margarita is going to finish us out. And this was also inspired uh, by a trip of mine to, to Mexico and the markets, you know, the fresh mango and um, tajin, like uh, either as a fruit snack or a manganata, I saw it as a sorbet, you know, so all over the markets and um, I'm garnishing it with a marigold flower because those are just so important to, to the culture as well and you see them everywhere. But we're uh, making fresh mango juice and blending it up with lime, Labela Lahoven tequila and um, Ancho Reyes, their chili liqueur. So it's not a traditional chamoy, it's, it's really our, our play on it with invoking the flavors of the mango, the tahini, spices in the form of the Ancho Reyes liqueur. And so it's just really a, a clean, bright, fresh margarita that, um, you know, by the time we get to the end of March, it's going to be perfect for a spring day. <laughs> they all sound so amazing. Thank you, Pat. It's but, a lot of fun. Tell me, is the classic margarita still the bestseller, even during Margarita Madness Mar during March? Yeah. Well, it's funny you say madness. My husband and I were talking about doing a bracket next year. I'm <laughs> bringing back some fan favorites. Um, March yeah. Madness. So I guess Margarita March is... Right? So <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the Bartaco Margarita, like I said, it's the most important thing we do. And um, 
it is, it is still the bestseller. I'm excited when I see some restaurants selling, you know, half as many of these cocktails as they do the margarita. I'm, I monitor it really closely and, and constantly, you know, getting photos texted me from the managers, popping into the restaurants in my area and getting feedback there. And, and people are embracing these drinks. The Pineapple Express, I think, is going to ex- surprise us even, um, even without bars open right now. Mm-hmm. Are some of your restaurants open in certain areas of the country? Uh, we are we are open in all markets. Yeah, um, we are working on the plan for reopening our bars right now. And um, you know, Scott, our CEO, always likes to say hospitality is safety, and um, he, he's really true to that. He walks the walk. So I can't wait to get back into into a bar. But right now, our service bars are pumping. I mean, those juices are pumping. The the drinks are shaking. You you, you hear that ice. You smell the fresh lime when you walk into our restaurants. But you can't sit at the bar at this point. Is that what you're saying? No, you can't sit at the bar yet. We're going to be complying with, you know, as we have like all the local regulations and um, are erring on the side of of caution in all markets. Well, you talked a little bit about, you know, how you've had a pivot during the pandemic and you started a a to-go cocktail program. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, Pat. Um, to go cocktails and navigating that right that ever evolving changing landscape of regulations has been has been fun but um it's been really really eye opening uh this has been a fantastic opportunity to you know bring a little bit of bar taco um into our guest homes so we're you know pretty much since day one where we could do to go cocktails we pivoted really fast to reimagine what that would look like in a guest home in a, in the form of a margarita kit um, in Connecticut for example in the beginning of uh, the pandemic period you couldn't sell mixed cocktails to go but you could sell bottled spirits um, and kits so we worked with continuum distillery in uh, waterbury connecticut to bottle our margarita spirits together and got it registered in the state so that our guests could enjoy almost that exact same margarita at home the same quality spirits and um, we shook up the lime and the agave on the side and we called it the bonfire margarita kit and um picture yourself with your friends or family, right? Standing around a bonfire on the beach and shaking up some Bartaco Margs. So, so that's, you know, where that came in, in um, Atlanta and, and Wisconsin, where we can't sell, and, and previously some more markets where we can't sell mixed cocktails or any sort of liquor to go. We um, were selling a fresh margarita mix, which um, was a new recipe I came up with and added a little bit of orange juice, fresh squeezed to evoke that, you know, kind of same flavor of the triple sec. And so guests could add it to whatever tequila of choice they had at home. Um, a lot of demand for the margaritas, you know, they, they were really great. And uh, I mentioned Connecticut, you know, we've since um, moved to mixed cocktails to go because the, the state does allow that. So been working with marketing and purchasing on, you know, packaging and what, what flew in March last year, you know, it doesn't really fly now. Our guests want, you know, something nice packaged and, and looking bar taco-esque. Um, so we really work to to step up that game. And that's been really eye-opening as well um, with bottled margaritas, but still, you know, shaken, fresh to order. Um, batch cocktails work for a lot of brands. For us, it was really important to stay true to what we, we do in the restaurants. And so we kept it really simple in the beginning, just margaritas. And we were juicing and squeezing and shaking to order. And we're still doing that, but we've since added in um, some of those signature cocktails I mentioned earlier in um, eco-friendly pouches and two servings. So I guess can take them to the park, right? If you're having a socially distanced gathering or just have them at home 
home um, and pour them into glasses, they're ready to go for you. But it's the the same experience in a glass that you would uh, that you would have at the restaurant. Those sound really cool. I think that would be good to continue even after you know you can have people sitting at the bar. The pouches are dangerous because they're two servings. So um, yes, <laughs> but they are great. And, you know, that's been really great. A lot of states are, you know, making that permanent. And um, this has really been a way for us to reimagine, right? Bar Taco at Home. Our marketing department has playlists and um, we've done taco packs. Uh, I mean, I spoke mostly about beverage, but taco packs where you can enjoy, you know, all of those taco proteins with the tortillas or, or bib lettuce, if you choose, packed on the side and then assemble them together at home. So they're hot and fresh and ready to go, just like you would have in the restaurant, but they, they travel a little better in the taco pack. And how about some of them you did in bottles and carafes as well? Yeah, we do a large bottle, you know, in the markets where we can, like a 32 ounce, which is about six margaritas. And in the markets where it's more single serving, like I live in Virginia, um, we do marks for one or for two in an eight ounce or a 12 ounce bottle. And uh, so it's it's a lot of moving parts to manage it across multiple markets, but, you know, the guest never feels that. And that's what's so awesome about our teams. You know, they've embraced all of these offerings and they're, they're shaking them up to order. We're not batching those margaritas. Um, so we have them, you know, depending on the restaurant market in a single serving for two, for six. And then, like I said, all of those pouches are for two. That must have taken a lot of juggling trying to figure out the packaging and all the changing regulations. I can't even imagine. We've got a really great team. Um, you know, you mentioned like, Having, having restaurants among all of those different markets, uh, it's great. You know, I partner with a system, Beveger by Craftable, and it's where I have all the information for all of my restaurants at my fingertips in terms of drink costing and what their inventory is. And that's um, that's been super helpful, big, big time saver. Uh, but again, it's really just part of being, being a part of a great team. Do you also have a spiritless program of mocktails, which, which they used to be called mocktails, but now people are calling spiritless. Cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's where I got my start um, in bar taco beverage was, you know, spirit free or um, non-alcoholic beverages. Um, we have a few agua frescas on our menu um, and it's really important that they are fresh, that they are not sugar laden, so that they're not all sodas, right? I love a good soda with some flavoring. Um, my favorite to make is the pomegranate limonada. And you're actually muddling up sugar cubes like you would for a mojito, but with fresh lemon. It's so vibrant. It's um, modeled after like a limonada con soda that you would have in South America. And um, add the club soda and then a house-made um, orange blossom pomegranate grenadine, which uh, we just reduce down the pomegranate with the orange blossom and you get those tart flavors that balance out the uh, the fresh lemon, but with some sweetness and it's just light and bubbly. Um, grapefruit ginger is another one. We have a nojito. <laughs> so if you wanna order, enjoy your mojito without you know the rum, you can do that as well as a, a great tea program. So I love um, having spirit-free beverages on the menu and I'm, I'm working on some new ones for spring. Cool. Do you try and make any food suggestions when people order a drink or do you kind of leave it up to the customer? Yeah, you know, so that's really um, to our guests. I try to stay away from those pairings. Um, all of our cocktails are meant to enjoy, you know, with the high acid in our food 
But uh, what's so great right now is we have this on-demand hospitality or on-demand service where you can order your drink and, and start ordering your food right there from your phone with a code and it gets there super fast. Um, the bar taco experience and how you choose to bar taco, we like to say it's really up to you. At, we as you know, managers and team members can be as involved in your experience or not, depending on what you're looking for. And sure, this came about during the pandemic, but it's not about the pandemic. We started at bar taco years ago with um, order cards and there were no servers. So, you know, you just put the order card up in the dragonfly card and somebody comes over and sees what you like. And um, this is, really the modern way of that, but on demand and so much faster. And then, yeah, I mean, we are all about hospitality at Bar Taco. So people are always gonna recommend things they love and, and the team members are so enthusiastic, like the Pineapple Express, they're talking about it all week, um, but you don't have to have that. The, there are photos on the menu and it's really easy to navigate. Um, Something I've done is really work to, you know, curate our beers and our wines. So they're a little smaller, so we keep them super fresh. And all the information is right there at the guest's fingertips. So tell me about the beer and wines. How important is that to the Bar Taco program? It's, it's really important. I mean, if you're at Bar Taco, right, with those margaritas and all the lime in the food and you choose a glass of wine, you're a wine drinker and you want it to be great. <laughs> so um, high quality is super important. Uh, but again, I, I keep it small. We've got some uh, wines in a can. Um, Vinnie Bubbly comes to mind out of the Finger Lakes in New York. Uh, we've got a new rosé coming on for spring by uh, Santa Julia uh, with organic grapes of Malbec. Um, I like to keep the selections small with the bottles and the wines we pour by the glass. So again, we keep them super fresh and um, always have, you know, at least one in every style for our guests and what they're looking for. Um, the beers are super fun. So we, you know, have your Modelo with a lime. We have Monopolio Lager Tecate. Um, and then it's a, a list of about 10 or more in addition to the Mexi, you know, lagers or, or Mexi beers of uh, local craft beers. Uh, super important to us and to me to be, you know, part of the communities we're in and there's the craft beer movement is so great now, right? You've got local breweries putting out um, all of these awesome IPAs and gozes in the summer and um, porters in, in the winter. So we like to keep that small so we can rotate it and keep it fresh, but also be a part of the communities we're in. Cool. You talked a little bit about guest first hospitality and how that's so important to Bar Taco. Can you talk about how that's a differentiator and what exactly that means? Yeah, absolutely. So unlike other business models, you know, um, it's not having one waiter from start to finish at, at your table. Um, it's really about, you know, having a team who's there to serve you however you want to bar taco. You know, when I bar taco, <laughs> I want to talk to my friends and my family and, and be with the people that I, I came out to dine with and, and sit at the bar with. So our team members are there as much or as little as you need with our managers really hosting the experience. We at Bar Taco are about radical hospitality, you know, so I don't want our teams, or excuse me, our guests to have to wait for a margarita. You know you want one when you come to Bar Taco. You can sit down and order it right up on your phone and then somebody will bring it by and, and talk with you about whatever it is you want. Or if you don't want that, that's okay too. So um, again, this uh, change back to more of like the order card style, but in a digital way. Um, 
it came about this past year and it's really getting back to our basics of who we are at Bar Taco. Um, so on-demand service, or I like to say on-demand hospitality, um, that's just been a, a fantastic way that we really reimagined and stayed true to who we are at Bar Taco. Now that you know we're nearing the vaccination period and we can see the end of the pandemic in the future, what are you most looking forward to both professionally and personally? Thanks, Pat. I miss travel. <laughs> I, I do miss travel and I, and I miss our bars. Um, so they are the focal point of Bar Taco. They are in the center and I really believe bar culture will be back. Um, so much about our restaurants, our, you know, the vibe, uh, relaxed environment. We are comfortable and sophisticated at the same time. Um, and it's an escape. So like I said earlier, we've still got the juices on the bar. They're thumping. We are shaking up cocktails. Um, right now our bars are a really clean source of visual comfort in the restaurant, but soon they, they will be, you know, as soon as it's safe to do so um, and we comply with all local regulations, we will be open again at those bars and making people ridiculously happy. I mean, Bar Taco, for me, even though I work there, there's one in my backyard practically. I mean, it is that third place, right? You go to work and you have home and then you go to the bar. Um, and it's just a place to gather and share an experience. And that's what I'm really most looking forward to is being back there with our teams. And I guess that ties in the travel because I <laughs> have a lot of restaurants to, to keep visiting. Is there a particular country you wanna go to first as soon as you can? We were supposed to go to Spain, so definitely my husband hasn't been. Um, you talk about the culinary, he's a former chef, so <laughs> I get a lot of my inspiration there as well. Um, he's got an awesome palate and he deserves a trip to Spain. And then before this all happened, um, Oaxaca, Mexico um, was the last place I, I, I had been and I wanna go back. <laughs> There's so much more to explore with tequila and, and with mezcal and just the culture. I mean, that's what really is so exciting about um, bar taco and, you know, the flavors we have on the menu. I want to learn about all of it. It's not, um, it's not just Mexican or it's not just, you know, SoCal, like it's beach culture is wherever you want it to be. And so I'm excited about bars and I'm excited to travel again. Thanks, Nicole. I really would like to try one of those new margaritas right now. Please join us next time for another episode of Menu Feed as we explore more food and drink trends. The podcasts are now available on Spotify. Mm -hmm.